Adnan Region, and welcome back to the Space Lounge for another fine episode of Go Mode Tonight, the Manadnock Region's only locally focused weekly comedy podcast. Hello, hello. I'm here, as always, with my very lovely co-host, Zoe Rotenheisen, and I am your host and vice chair, Christopher DiLoretto. Welcome. Welcome to another fine episode. I'm gonna start making. I'm gonna start making everyone refer to me as vice chair everywhere I go. Welcome to vice chairhood. It's, it's yes. Nice here. This is. We are recording this episode on the fifth of June, and the intent is for this to come out on the sixth of June. And so just this evening, we are making jokes about it. But I was. Uh, I'm very grateful to have been elected uh, by my colleagues on the zoning board of adjustment as the vice chair, um, backing up our our very fine. Chairwoman Sharon Monahan. Um, so very exciting stuff, and you know, you can expect my demands to increase accordingly. Um, so congratulations. Yes, I thank you, thank you. And I and sitting I sitting here blankly. I, I have I have a um, a fresh copy of, of wow. the New Hampshire planning and land use regulation. This is the 22-23 edition. Fascinating reading. I've got a couple of uh, older versions. If anyone would like one um i don't i don't really need them all in our in our library but um so boy um you know this episode we've decided to more or less dedicate to you know um just some very basic local places people and things and which is great you know we've been uh, it's been a few couple weeks few weeks since our, our last our post election episode That's right. and we totally screwed up this past weekend, very sorry, it's me. It's not really we. It's me. I, I do put part of the blame on Xfinity. So we, we didn't get our Friday email out because Xfinity, like, knocked out the power to the whole state. I mean, the Internet, the fiber. Anyone who's got the, fiber the, Internet The part fucked. of the power that matters. The part of the power that matters. You know, it screwed up the end of my work day, and it really just, you know. Communications. It spilled into it was it, it's tough to write the email on my phone. It's tough to do Mailchimp on and mobile. It really is. Ask you to do that. Yeah, it's tough. Um, so I really wanted to do it on my laptop. I did not want to try to do it with my hotspot, etc. And then it was the weekend and it rolled through. So we fucking missed first Friday uh, in terms of talking about it. You know, we we sent it on the Tuesday email, but no reminder. No no fresh Friday reminder. We missed the um, what was it? Art in the park. On Saturday? Art in the park on Saturday. There was like an art thing on Saturday. Was there? Yeah, we were asked to volunteer for it. That was this Saturday? Yeah. Oh, complete. See, I didn't Sorry. get the email, so I forgot yeah. all about it. Um, well, that's, yes. So that that is what happened. So <laughs> we apologize to anybody that we neglected on that. That was not intentional. We do blame Fidium. And it's funny because... I was arguing with Kevin Brace online about how, because his, his ring, his Amazon ring camera got like a notification about this outage, like before it happened. And I was, then I started hearing other reports from people around the state that um, their, their shit went down before the storm came. Like it wasn't storm related. And, you know, he was saying, you know, maybe it was a planned outage or something like that. um, And that that's why they knew. I, I still don't, I mean, I scoffed because, I've worked with internet service providers on a professional level for years, and well, let me tell you, whatever you might say about Comcast, 
right, as a company. You've maybe had some difficulty. I've had some difficulty. They have me in collections right now for some bullshit, right? Like it's a bunch of nonsense when I switched to Fidium. Um, they didn't do what they were supposed to do, and then they blame me, and now they want my money and all this stuff. And like, I'm just like, can't be bothered to deal with it. But anyways, as difficult, and, and I've been in this situation with them a couple of times. So as difficult and troublesome as, as Xfinity slash Comcast can be, I will tell you, Comcast, which is the biggest internet service provider in this country, will not do a planned outage on a Friday work day afternoon. They won't. They won't do that. I can tell you that for a fact. Doesn't happen. Um, it's, you know, it's just, it's just not done. So I still am skeptical that even a smaller company like Fidium would do something like that on purpose. And only alert the ring. I don't understand the alert of the ring people, but it does sound like from what I can gather from multiple pages on Facebook and multiple reports and like, you know, people claiming to like either be employees or no employees, et cetera. It's not, I heard what me reading between the lines sounds like they screwed something up um and they but they knew it was screwed up early and they it sounds like they knew it was happening that may be why they told ring i don't know i, I still find that weird um i don't know why they would do that but uh, i mean it's nice of them to do but you know xfinity's not going to be that nice you know who knows maybe i don't know maybe maybe as kevin said bezos does know all you know mm-hmm. um and he does get that information but anyways i don't know what the hell happened there fidium step it up you got all these municipal contracts and we love them and the internet is great it is better than comcast it is but don't fuck me up on a friday afternoon you're messing with the entire weekend of everyone in the peterborough monadnock region (laughs) um um we did we did remember first friday though we did make it to first friday even we did. without our own email. Yes, we, we, yes, we, and, and it's tough. We don't, a lot of times we have company on Friday nights. Um, it's not, it is, it's tough. We, we've been, we've discussed this with the organizers. We're, we're trying to make it better. We're trying to be better and make First Friday better, all kinds of stuff better. But those, those are tough hours sometimes for us to get downtown. We made it work this time though. We did. Um, and we went to um, a, an art opening. That was hosted by our our good friends uh, Sam and Colin. What are they calling their operation? I don't know, and it hasn't been announced yet, but it's about no. to be. So no, it's okay. We can talk about okay. it. No, okay. I don't care. Sam and Colin, if I don't mean to steal your thunder, they're they've got they're not leaving Bean Group. This is Sam Abbott and Colin McDonough. They're staying. Murdo. Sorry. Sorry. Um, Murdo, who, who lives in the Vatican City to Bill Taylor's Italy. Um, but anyways, um, the, the two, two being group realtors, very well beloved young gentlemen in the community. Very, they, you know, Sam's been my realtor before. I'm sure Colin's just as good if Sam is, is partnering with him. But they're partnering on like a little boutique, like brokerage within a brokerage where they're going to like specialize in real historic home sales mm. or something like that. So no name yet. They've been they've been hunkered down in a bunker in, in old territory that used to belong to the ledger transcript at, at 20 Main Street. And you know, so now I'm just doxing them completely. But they, they've had this secret <laughs> office for like several months working on cooking this thing up. And I've given them enough time without spilling the beans. And I'm I'm half kidding, but it's true. 
But you have a website. So. Yes, and, and that was what they were waiting for. I think that there's an official thing coming. And this event was sort of informally intended to be like a soft launch of of the record. So, you know, look out for that. Maybe maybe if if uh, if he's got it to link to, I can maybe I can put it in the show notes. But it was a lovely little event in lovely. the in the space above, above. Noni's. Noni's. And um, there were like different rooms, and each one of them kind of had a different artist uh, featured in it. And it was it was nice. Yeah, like, it was in nice. In the midst of a like a haven in the midst of the thunderstorm that we. Yeah, it was a wild storm. To, like, we were run, in the middle of. Yep, we got through. soaked on the way in. And yeah, the 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 gallery. It's like a private gallery that's um it's it's uh, run owned run by um, Tim Donovan. Some of you may know Tim. Uh, he's a he's a collector, and so he had stuff that he has curated, uh, but also stuff that he's collected, and I think also some stuff that he's done. I think. Um, so real cool, and you know, stay tuned because they're planning to do some more stuff in that space. You know, that's what, yeah. Um, I also went into the uh, the link, the Mama Dance Studios, uh, one of their studios, the one that used to be the uh, New Hampshire Craftsman Gallery. Is that what it was? Sharon Arts. Sharon Arts. That's the one. I'm just can't remember any names tonight. Um, yeah, the old Sharon Arts Gallery is now a dance studio, and they had a, a dance jam improv thing um and i popped in there a little a little later and it was it was pretty cool i think that's one that they're planning to do a little intimidating because a lot of the people who were dance improving were professional dancers and for those of us who are not professional dancers it's hard to just kind of want to jump into that sure but sure but it was it was fun to watch anyway watch that dance studio they're gaining territory and enthusiasm and you want to get in on that they have a big recital coming up they do have a big recital i don't want to, maybe we don't want to tell them though because we need the tickets <laughs> we got our they we sell got out they sell out tickets. yeah that's uh big what, dance two weeks a little less than two weeks big dance recital. dance bomb they call it <laughs> <laughs> it's called ember in the stone circle Oh, There's a whole That's story close. plot, you know, that I don't, that I'm not aware of. Interesting, interesting. Um, yeah. Well, you know, speaking of that little area, right? I mean, I don't know. Maybe I shouldn't even get into this. Um, that but, area being like Depot Square. Yes, but you know, specifically like that, like you know, those buildings are kind of like right next to each other, oh, right? Yeah, yeah, you yeah. know. Okay. Um, I just, I just want to let you guys know. Because nobody around here does know, but I, I don't. I don't understand the name of the of the restaurant, the, the Nonis. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, so Nana is is Italian for grandmother, but most Italians say Nani, even though like in real Italian that would be plural. That would mean like a bunch of grandparents yeah. running around. <laughs> Italian Americans don't give a shit about grammar, um, so the, the, it's you know it's Anglo, Anglicanized a little bit to Nani N O N N I E um, or or Nana. It's never pronounced Noni or Nana. There's two N's, not one. Even though in, in real Italian there's prob there probably is only one, but in America, in this country, as Jack Nicholson once said, um, but it's not Italian in there. Would that be how it was pronounced? Or spelled and pronounced in in a real Italian? No, 
It's not like it doesn't have the same Spanish vowels. No, not a lot of hard vowels like that. Like long vowels. Long vowels. Sorry. Um, unless they're at the end. But they change. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, like um, like my name, like the take the D part off because it's a separate word, right? But like Loretto, right? Both of those are long S. No, they're not. You don't pronounce them the same. Loretto, like it's it's a. It's it, like schwad out. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But it would be like. So like. But it's not Loretto. No, but it would be Nana. It's not Nona. Well, I, yeah, that's what I'm just asking. It's, it's if not. It would be in Italian, Italian. It would. It would not. Okay. No. But I don't. I just don't understand. I don't know. I don't understand the name. Why? Maybe they, someone can tell us. Why did they steal my grandmother's title for a breakfast place? I don't. I don't understand. Um, but yeah in in less critical less <laughs> negative critical terms though uh you know i want let's you know what let's talk about wine let's talk about yeah. delicious delicious incredible white wine um now available finally after a long wait and much much anticipation on main street Divine on Main. Yes, and I may, forgive Divine me, Main. I may continue to just call it the wine bar or like the wine place, you know, because I like that, but I think that they're okay with that. Yeah, I, 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 I don't think. Divine, it's... Divine on Main is the name. Though. Yeah, I don't think it's easily mistaken for another wine place, so I think it's safe. Go to the wine place. Go to the wine place. You can't miss it. They're open like afternoons and evenings most days of the week. You can find their hours on the site. Holy shit. I mean, I gotta, I gotta find the picture of that menu. Um, but so we went over there on Memorial Day, Memorial Day weekend, you're celebrating yeah. America and sacrifice with wine. And um, yeah, so I mean, you go in there and they, they've got just a, a wonderful layout, great seats, you know, very stylish. Yeah, like you know, three little room lists. Mm -hmm. Yep, you, you have your kind of choice of environment. You know, we chose to sit right in the window facing the front you know because that's that's a great that's just a great place to have some wine um lots of lots of like comfy padded chairs and then this menu which has um a, a list of what do they call them i'm only i'm only remembering the guest wines they have like the house oh wines yeah and the guest wines i guess mm -hmm. um Okay, resident wines. Resident wines and yes. guest wines. Yes. Um, we only chose from the guest wine menu. Because we figured, you know, limited time. The whole like scarcity thing. Yeah. We've got to get in Correct. on these. Correct. And we the one that should we say like should we say that we're drinking the one that we got there or just Yeah, no we'll we, go there. Well we should though. no we should. Well yes. Um but well we couldn't stop. We couldn't stop. We can't be there all the time. Right now they're closed, so they can't. They couldn't. We couldn't buy this wine there right now, anyway. So we're not cheating anybody. But yeah, seriously. So you know, it being summertime, it was warm then. Unlike right now, it was summery that weekend. Which we assume will happen again. We assume. We assume. But you know, white wine naturally, right? And you know, 
it's um i drink a fair amount of white wine in general sparkling and non and you know i find with white wine in general I, I I don't have a super high bar. I mean, it's easy. Like, I know how to get a decent bottle for 10 bucks. You know what I mean? I, I'm a Pinot Grigio guy, uh, occasionally Chardonnay. Um, sometimes I like, uh, like a Riesling or a uh, Sauvignon Blanc, you know, um, but mostly Pinot Grigio, you know, but branching out like trying new stuff like like and and the the delights that can be found in in a in a bottle of something that i don't know that i want that's why you need a goddamn wine bar because they're going to put shit on this guest menu and you know that you just wouldn't you how would you know to try it you know unless you're unless you're the guy over at the waterhouse right you know who's got a whole different level of of wine right but most of us we have no idea we're never going to and we're not going to buy endless random bottles especially from countries we don't usually buy alcohol from that you know to 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 test it yeah and i think we none of the wines that we tried were even like varietals that we'd ever heard of correct before. and that's why i, I mean, never would buy that at the store yeah i, I mean, never would buy that at the store never would have thought about it so let's just i i just want to say and, and i'll let you 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 go on with the next one. The first one that I tried, it was it's this this varietal called Albarino from Spain. Never heard of it. Never had it. Whatever. The the um, particular type was uh, called Martin Kodaks, which doesn't sound Spanish at all. And I but it sounds badass. I love it. Martin fucking Kodaks. I like honestly. And let me tell you, um, I think we've had like two more bottles of it yeah. since we had it at the thing. <laughs> And it was like, so memorably delicious oh, just and the, And it's like, you know, so they, so I, I have the menu in front of me, and, you know, I can say the description of it on here is medium intensity with ripe citrus notes and tangerine, predominant floral note, hawthorn, jasmine, and orange blossom, a, a herbal background with good balance. My and, and, yeah, I mean, it's such a good description, but then you taste it. And, yeah, okay, I mean, like, there's words on here like balance and medium and stuff, but let me tell you, for something balanced and medium, this just, like, plunged me into Spain, you know? Like, this was, like, uh, I, I mean, I, I, I haven't been to Spain, actually, but, like, you know, I mean, like, this plunged me into, like, the Spain of the mind, you know? Like, if, you, if you've ever listened to um, Miles Davis's sketches of Spain, like, I was there, like, I'm in those songs, man, like, and just adventure and there's there's a bullfighter over there to my right like man just absolutely transportive wine been playing that music there. they should have been we'll get to the music in a minute um and then i think you had i think it was it the piropan the piropan suave classico yes isn't that what we're having right now what do we have no right now? right now we're having the french we're having something from france isn't that the pick pool? Oh yeah, you're right. That's right. Yes, the Piropan. They sound like Piropan and pick Piropan. See, we never would have found these. We right. never would have found these. This is an organic one. Yeah. Fragrant and delicious, heady aromas of white spring flowers, citrus, and tropical fruit. Vibrant and tangy, the savory palate doles out juicy grapefruit, white peach, and lemon drop for a saline mineral finish. Oh man, that one I was so good. I loved that one. Yeah. And and we, you know, so I got a glass and she got a glass. We liked them so much that for our second glasses, we each ordered the one that the other one had ordered. And um, 
God, so that Italian one was like equally as, you know, just, just transporting you, you know, and, but that, that added citrus, you yeah. know, just, oh my God, like, uh, it took me just to a slightly different place. Yeah, that one was like even lighter and that, that saline mineral finish is not a joke and it's so pleasant. Yeah, and like drinking these, it's like, and again, this isn't, but the, like, you know, to be clear though, this is accessible wine. You know, this is not astronomical prices. This is not, again, this is not the reserve list at Waterhouse. Like, this isn't anything crazy, right? Like, this is wine that regular people can drink, yeah, right? Yeah, these are like 10 or 12 bucks a glass. Yeah. Ones oh, yeah, yeah, everything on here. You can go in there and have a couple glasses, no problem. You know, good good prices to be able to sample. And they're doing flights now, too. They weren't the day that we were mm. there, but they started that on this past first Friday. I've been told is very successful, but so if you really want to try them, they're making this easy for you. And, you know, like I said, like this is not stuff that I could have found on my own, but when you drink it, it's like, oh yes, the love of wine. Like, it's like, this is what, this is the ancient art of humanity. Oh my God, we have been, you know, this is, this is, did we talk about civilization? Were we talking about wine and cheese? We were talking about, yes, because we got a charcuterie. The food's good, too, guys. Oh, my God, it was delicious. It was delicious. Everything on there, and I can't even remember it all, but it was great. What I remember is, like, the cheeses and the bread and the wine, and we were just like, this is, like, humanity. Yeah, the best of humanity. Yes. Just the love of life, the love of the earth drawn out. And purified and fermented, fermented and consumed. This is what we needed in downtown Peterborough. You know, and then and then, you know, we're drinking one right now, but we did it again. Not to sound like a couple of lushes, but we did then order two more glasses apiece so that it because everything that we tried was amazing. And so we went on to two different French wines that like had more floral notes and like you know, this one isn't the floral one, but this one's got like um you know, dry and clean with yellow peach and lemony citrus. Yeah. It's so true. Just. This was the um, Picpoule de Pinay. That's my poor French by yep. Chapelle du Bastion. If you want to go try that one and, and you know, have listen to the podcast, watch the podcast from the wine bar. From the wine bar. drink it along with us right now. But there's just, I mean, I'm just looking at this now and I'm just like, you know, all the other wines on there, I want to try them too. So. I'm gonna go back um, soon. Yeah, we were there for a long time. We were, and we, we had a good time. More food, yeah, more, more, more food, and more. I mean, this is, you know, hey, you know what? I I hear people a lot talking about like lamenting, right? That like American culture just like isn't as like social as Europeans, and like they don't identify as much with their jobs, and they, you know. They, um, they they do more with their friends, and they do things late at night. Like, well, guys, you can do that too, all right? Um, in general, you can do that. It's just a matter of choices. You can't go to bed on time. You have to drink coffee late in the day. I know that that's like a sinful thing these days, but like, I don't know. Even as recently as when I was growing up, it was understood that like, yeah, you have your morning coffee, but the point of coffee besides that is to have more energy later in the day when you would be tired, not to go to bed, because we want to do more right? All the Europeans do this, guys. They're drinking espresso at like 8 p.m., okay? That's why they eat late. That's why they stay up late. And that's why they have friends, 
So stop trying to get a full night's sleep and go to the goddamn wine bar because it's very European and you can sit there for hours ordering food and drink and having the time of your life. The only, the only, now, and again, just to show that we're, you know, honest folks and we're not just fluffing here. The one, it's in, it's very small and it didn't disturb anything, but I don't know if any of you guys remember, it was probably around... 1996 or so. It might have been 92.9 in the Boston area. Um, they invented for maybe five to ten years a smooth jazz radio station. You know, think Kenny G, um, elevator music kind of thing. And, you know, and actually, I will say, in, in 96 and around that time, I actually got into that a little bit. I liked it. I didn't really understand jazz. Um, but I, I, so I understand, you know, like Kenny G can be charming. Um, there's, there's, there's things. Don't he, give me he that. He caused me a lifetime aversion to the saxophone. So. Wow. Uh, <laughs> man, that's harsh. But that, you know, so that, that was the music that was playing. Um, and now again, I, we're, we're, we're nitpicking a little bit. It, everything was great, and it didn't spoil anything. And no, the, no. it didn't, it didn't spoil like the, the stylish vibe of the thing. But, but. If, if the music matched the rest of the vibe, and by that I mean, I mean you could, there's a lot of options here. Like you could, you could do something like a, like a Miles Davis radio station, right? You could do like a Frank Sinatra. You could do, um, as you suggested, Exotica, you know, some like Les Baxter, Martin Denny um, kind of shit would go really good in there. Um, international type stuff, right? Like Latin jazz, you know, or, um, you know, so, some, uh, Mediterranean European music or something. There's lots and lots of options that, and again, you know, I'm, I'm being a little snobby and being a little nitpicky here. I loved the place, so I'm almost hesitant to even say this, but again, just showing our honesty. The place is a paradise. It's great. But the the one thing I would just tweak is um is is perhaps the musical selection. Um, and again, no offense to anybody. I, I am not unsympathetic to, I w and I would rather, I would, and this, this will piss people off, but I would rather hear the smooth jazz than like a the Taylor Swift or, or frankly, and again, this will also piss off a bunch of people, but um, honestly, then like the indie folk or indie folk rock or like a singer songwriter type coffee house, they think, yeah, we got it. We got, a, we got way too much of that in this region. Everybody yeah. and their brother's got like a, an indie, indie band or whatever. We don't need that. None of that. Yeah. The smooth jazz is like in the right direction. Yeah, but it's like it, it just could just be slightly cooler. Because Hell, the place is super cool. It could even be soul. You know what I mean? Like you know, you could even do like you know, like a like Motown type um, stuff. You know, seventies. Um, so there's a lot of different directions you could go, but don't go the coffee house route. Don't go the 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 pop route. You know, and and maybe ease away from the from the the, the, the elevator, the music. But goddamn, the wine and the food are great. Congratulations to uh, you know um, our our um, town's benefactors that are doing this um, you know for us. This is this is a great thing. That space uh, deserves a wine bar. Yeah, and it needed it. Worth the wait for sure. Yeah, worth the wait. And you know while we're while we're giving praise to people, I just want to say we went with my son a couple weeks ago to New Brady's. Yes, I had never been to Old Brady's, and, oh, I, yeah. and I thought um, I had missed out on something, but I, I can't imagine that that's the case, because New Brady's was, was quite delightful. 
So, yes, and, and, and I did go to Old Brady's a couple of times. Um, you know, no offense. I know it's, I know it was beloved. I, I'm really not. This isn't like a Harlow situation. I got no hard feelings. I, I'm not, you know, you know, but I, I, I was never blown away by the food necessarily. Um, and, you know, I always heard, I always heard about the bar, kind of a legendary bar in town. Um, I, we've always said, and this was my first time to the bar, you know, we've always said that it sounds like the kind of place where, you know, I, I wouldn't want to go in there without being like accompanied by like Bill Taylor, you know, someone who knows his way around, like, you know, can make introductions, you know, uh, make sure that we're allowed, you know, in, in such an exclusive space. Um, and hilariously, we, we walked into the bar section and lo and behold, we almost walked right past him. There he is, our escort that the heavens delivered. It was like a miracle. <laughs> um, but I will say I did not have the same opinion of the food as I did before. Right. The, yeah, you got one of the specials. Right? I, got, I got a lamb burger. Oh, yeah. my God. And it was it was cooked right. It was, it, it, you know, and again, not trying to be a dick. I'm not going to say exactly where. But I once had a lamb burger at an establishment in this town that you would think, I, don't, I would say this uh, ethnically, um, they would know how to cook the lamb. And boy, they did not know how to cook the lamb. Brady's can cook the lamb. We had, what did we have, wings, boneless wings maybe? Yes. And it, it says, yeah, I, I thought of them as chicken tenders, which is Which not, they are. Which I mean, they are. A boneless like, buffalo wing is a chicken tender right, with buffalo sauce. That's not a thing that I would normally, like, want to order or, like, care about, like, whatsoever. I don't really eat chicken. Like, I, yeah. I don't know. Like, I... I can take it or leave it, but that was delicious. And my mouth is watering just thinking about, like, I would go, I would, like, want those chicken parts. Yeah, and I, I wish I could remember what we ordered, but the cocktails were good, too, were they not? You had Paloma. Paloma, yes, and very nicely made Paloma. Delicious Paloma. And what what's sticking out in my mind? Oh, yeah, the, the seasonal vegetable was fiddlehead ferns, which... Mm. Nice touch. None of us ordered nice them, but touch. I liked seeing it. Um, and I got one of the fancy cheeseburgers that mm -hmm. was, like, just so good. Just, like, absolutely delicious. Go to New Brady's. Yeah. Go to New Brady's. It's the food's delicious. The drinks are good. The atmosphere is great. I'm really excited about what they're doing with it. They really give a shit about, about the food and drink. Yeah. And... It when, shows. Yeah, and you can, you know, I follow them on Instagram, and they post specials yeah. on Instagram all the time, and they all look delicious. I don't know, just the pictures that they post, the, the flavor combos. I mean, Eliza's specials at Aesop's mm -hmm. were always, like, that kind of quality. I used to go to Aesop's for lunch when I worked nearby. Uh, I would go there for lunch every Tuesday, and I would almost always get the special. Um, even though I'm the kind of person who who like gets a favorite on a menu and is very happy with the with my favorite, um, I would always get the special at Aesop's because it was always interesting and delicious. And I feel like she's bringing that to Brady's too. Yeah, I mean, and I can say this without well, not without being mean, but without any consequence to my meanness because it does it does indeed. There's there's been a lot of hints and, and inferences that the sale is going through, but that was always something. Look, let's just be honest, guys, okay? Um, 
if you're being honest, you know this is true. I know so many people who have quietly said this to me, but wouldn't say it very loudly or publicly very well known. If you if you go to Harlow's and there's like a food that you order there every time because you like it, and you're ever thinking about ordering something else, strangle that idea in its <laughs> crib um, because you will be disappointed because. And that's always been true. And 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 as I I, I want to say I've said this on the show before. I've definitely said it many times privately. And that's what that's what people don't get. And that's why the people who are still going to Harlow's are charitably like one step removed from gullible tourists. Basically, you know what I mean? Like going like I used to. Uh, my college dorm was right next to Cheers, like the actual Cheers bar, and that's who went there. There were lines too. So like. As with Harlow, it's very popular. You can trick people into going to a, a gimmick, you know. But the the and I only call it a gimmick after the music ended. The music ended. Everything cool ended about the place, right? You never went to Harlow's for the food, not really. Not if you really appreciate food. Not to be a dick. That's just the way that it is. It's the way it's always been. Um, you did, and, and when they got their full liquor license back after many years, after whatever got them in trouble in the first place. You didn't. You still. You didn't go there for the cocktails. No offense. You just didn't because they didn't know how to make them. Um, they did sometimes have a nice beer selection. I. I feel like they slacked off as the years went on, um, but they used to, anyways. And that was part of. But it was the atmosphere. It was the legendariness. It was the fact that there would be music and the fact that there was a stage and all this shit. You know. So hey, new owners, we love you. We we really look forward to working with you. We're glad you're coming in. Uh, we're not going to say their names, uh, but we, we, we do pretty much know who they are. Maybe some of you have heard the rumors and do as well. Um, hopefully, we'll be able to talk about this soon. I would love to have uh, the new proprietor on the show, uh, but remember that. Remember that the and maybe you're going to change the name. Maybe you're going to change all kinds of things. Okay, whatever. That's fine. But if, you're, if, you're, if you want to have that like heart of Peterborough place that Harlow's once was, Certainly, if you can make better food and better cocktails, you're three steps ahead, and that's great. But the most important thing is that legendary atmosphere, and you can only cultivate it with events. And, like, maybe, and, and I think that this was once understood, they may not be the most profitable things. You know, th there might be some things that you have to do out of love and as loss leaders and, and to cultivate something special, but it's fucking worth it, and the money will be there. That's what I believe. But anyways, I don't remember what got me on that tangent, but uh, I think all that to say, Brady's isn't like that, though, even today. Order whatever, it seems like, so far, based on what I can tell, and it's going to be great because they know what they're doing and they love food, and it's, it's really exciting. I love to see it. I love this shit. I love being, you know, you guys know, I love, like, you know, I, I like being critical. I like, I like saying what's wrong and all this stuff, but I also love great places and like people doing it right and like all that stuff. And so that's why, you know, we wanted to really spend the bulk of this episode just kind of giving some praise on, on some folks like our, our friends, Sam and Colin, um, uh, divine, the wine bar and, and Brady's, uh, you know, great shit. Really happy to see all of this happening. Really rooting for all of these, of these people and the quality, the quality is there. The quality is there. And I love it. And so thank you. And please go patronize these places because they're great.
We'll be going back. Maybe we'll tell you about more wines that we find. I don't know. Maybe we'll do an episode from there sometime. That would be fun. That would be fun. That would be cool. Live, live wine tasting. Live wine. Oh, man, <laughs> we could have an audience. I don't know. Are you listening? I, 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 I'm re- and I apologize because I have your card and I forget your name. Um, I, wine, wine bar proprietor. I've been trying to think of it. I don't know where the card went, but I put it in my bag. We support you. Um, you are currently my older two sons' superintendent, but you are retiring to focus on the wine bar. And while I now that I, I see your judgment and abilities, almost wish you would stay on as superintendent because <laughs> they probably need someone of, of your skills and your care and attention to detail at the Monadnock School District, but selfishly, I'm glad that you're running the wine bar because I love the wine bar and I think it's great. I don't know what I did I, with I that card. I think I put it in my bag. Oh, my card? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, in that case, um, we'll get the right info in, into the show notes. But um, Sorry. Yep. Um, and, and, you know, actually, I, I think this is public enough that we can say congratulations. They might have posted it on their wall, but uh, she is now Mrs. Oh, yeah. Chief Ed Walker. She's That's right. Mrs. Chief. We could just call her Mrs. Chief. The first the first name. fire lady of Peterborough. Yes. The first the first lady of fire and rescue of Peterborough. Um, and, and, and they literally just got married. The first man of wine. That's right. So I love this. This is this is the best of small town shit right here. This is awesome. Um so congratulations. And this literally a couple weeks ago, I think this happened. Three weeks ago, something like that. So, you know, opening a wine bar, retiring from the school, get married. Ed Walker, who's a better guy than Ed Walker? Honestly, you know what I mean? Like, seriously, he's been he's a friend of the show, great fire chief, um, great wine bar, power couple, instantly love it, <laughs> fucking love it. This is this is great, yeah, totally. All right, what the hell else do we want to talk about tonight? We have a photo contest. Oh my god, that's another <laughs> thing that is fucked up about me not sending out the email. Because we started the photo contest after last Tuesday's email. We haven't sent out an email about this. Kevin's been doing half the promo on it. But, um, yeah, tell them a little bit about the photo contest we're doing. So, as some of you may remember from last year, we we were partners with the Peterborough Camera, co- co- camera, camera Copies, copies and More um, on a photo contest. We did a live stream of the winners from the camera store. And we were unsuccessful. This time will come with better sounds. Yes, Un- sound unsuccessful. Yes. but it was you know still a fun presentation of prizes and winners. And we were the judges mm-hmm. um, um, amongst the judges of of this camera or this excuse me this photo contest. But it's back again. It's bigger. It's better. There's more sponsors, more prizes, more categories. You got a different system, different platform. Different platform. Great. It's, it's going to be awesome. Yep. Um, there's a whole there's. The same categories as last year are nature, pride of the Monadnock region, pets, mechanical, which could include like classic cars. Uh, what else am I forgetting? Farm equipment, um, Mount Monadnock. And the, yes, I was going to say the new category is Mount Monadnock, which I think is is a great new category that I think Kevin, that was Kevin's idea yep, to add. Sure that. was. Um, Good old Kevin Brace, if you don't know what we're talking about. Kevin is, um, he can be found directing traffic, I think, in the morning at Lionheart Academy, um, the School of Civic Virtue, and at the camera store as the manager. And um, he is, 
many of you, I mean, he, I know because I hear story. many of you go into the camera store. It's a very common, it's almost like a watering hole in this town. You've probably encountered Kevin. He's one of the most helpful, generous, like benevolent fellows that I know in this entire town. And he's putting a lot of, um, you know, effort and thought into this, as are the, the owners of the camera store and the bagel mill. Same folks. Good, good, very good people. Salt of the earth. Um, and um, and, and they, they kindly you know, are partnering with us. We're going to be judges along with the Honorable Jonah Wheeler and um, a couple other folks, I'm sorry, who, whose names I'm forgetting. Um, One of whom is a, is a photographer himself, though, that works at the camera store. So correct. So he's got a, a pro. And one of them is, actually, I can... Um, one of them owns a dog business called The Dog Mama, and her name okay. is Nikki. All right. On Facebook and Instagram, The Dog Mama 603, if you'd like to look that up. Um and uh, I don't I don't have the full I don't have the other names, um, but group of us, a little council of us will be uh, voting this. And we got prizes. Oh, my God. Kevin did. And Kevin um, gets all the credit. I mean, he went out and just called around, cold called everybody looking. And everybody loves this idea, you know, because like we're there, there's no um, there's no kickbacks here. Like we're not getting anything. The camera store is not getting anything other than, you know, the, the, the benefit we all get from goodwill. And community, right? Um, but this is 100% of what we've gotten from our sponsors goes into prizes. It's all fucking prizes, guys. It's all going to you. And so we got, I, you know, next episode, I swear, we'll be more prepared. We'll, we'll list out some of these prizes that are coming. Yeah, um, this, this I don't know. Yeah, and I, and I don't, to be honest, I don't know that we've fully decided, like, what prize goes with what category and, and et cetera. Um, but I should note as well, though, that our platform this year, and of course, of course, the link will be in the show notes for this. Um, th- you can vote. There's a people's choice. I don't remember if we did people's choice last we year. We did. We did. We did. You can do it. We're doing it again. You, your, your vote matters. You can vote, I think, once a day per email address. Um, and so I probably so shouldn't tell people that, but you, whatever. Go vote. Go vote. Vote or submit. And submit. Please submit. You, you got two months. Okay. You got two months. You got you got till the end of July. Almost okay. two months. Almost two months. It's open now. It opened last week. We're going to be open until the, the 30, uh, 30 days in July? 30. 31. 31. Whew. You get an extra day. 31 <laughs> whole days in July. Uh, coming right up. So you have that amount of time. I mean, to be honest, I, sometimes I wish I could submit, you know, but I obviously conflict of interest, you know, I would never do that. Um, but Which is that, that's too bad because you are a really good photographer. Thank you. Thank you. But you, you but all, you will get the, everyone will get the benefit of your, your judging critical eye. Mm-hmm. If not your photograph. Yeah. Maybe, maybe like when we publish the winners, it'll be like, and here's a couple photos from Chris DiLoretto because he stuck them in and, and you <laughs> can't do anything he, about he it. He couldn't enter the contest, but he would have entered these ones. And aren't they great? They're pretty, they're pretty great, right? <laughs> Just kidding. We won't do that. We, we want this to shine on you. This is a gift. This is a gift. And that's what I love about Kevin's spirit is that like, like seriously, there's no, there, there's, there's no like uh, qui bono here. You know what I mean? The only, well, there is, there is a qui bono. Who benefits? You. You fucking benefit from the photo contest. We all benefit, um, but there's there's no um, 
there's no catch here. You know what I mean? Like this is this is purely for the community, and that's why we have the partnership that we have. That's why we're doing this, and that's why we're really excited about it. And that's why so many people, so many businesses around the place, you know, including Divine. I don't I don't know if if Brady's got asked or got in on it, but if they did, I bet you they said yes. But uh, Divine's got a gift card in there, um, you know. So uh, everyone feels it. You know, it feels the the gift spirit. You know, to the community. And we have a lot of tech. I've seen, I can see them uh, as you can. Everything's out there. And that's the thing. You might want to wait till later to vote because there's going to be more submissions, right? Mm -hmm. But in any case, what's been submitted so far, and there's a ton of them, uh, is on the site. They're great. I, like, I, and, and again, this is, I'm not, to say I'm not throwing any shade or anything. I think that they're already better than last year. Uh, like seriously, there's some like golden stuff that's been submitted already. So real excited, real good stuff yeah. here. What else do we have on the docket? Well, we were going to talk about, we we have not recorded an episode since Children of the Arts Day. Oh, we were yeah. Like, briefly touch upon yeah. so, that day. Yeah, so, God, you know, I tell you, an after party is hard, even when you have a band, when it's kind of a rainy day all day. And not only are you trying to get people to stay, but the weather gods, they, they smiled so much on the actual parade day itself because even though it was a little sprinkles here or there, it stayed dry. But it was it was like they knew. It was like a spell had been cast in the town. And, and if it was, I think that's fine. Because, you know, to be clear, the after party was our thing. It's very important to us. We're going to do it again next year, and it's going to work next year. But obviously, the priority is still Children in the Arts Day. That's, that's the priority. And the gods smiled on them. But right at 3... When we transitioned from Children of the Arts Day to After Party, the skies opened and just, like, not rain, like, not nice spring rain, like, you know, plopping in the puddles or whatever, but a deluge, the likes of which hasn't been seen since Noah. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like really, like, it just, just poured, poured on down. We, like, hastily set up two tents. Sarah over at Shakti, you guys know Sarah, um, let us uh, allow the band to go underneath the thing so because you know the tents just couldn't keep them dry enough because the rain was kind of going sideways um, and like we'll post a video in the in the notes we danced we had a good time we did it for an hour until like finally said to the band okay guys this, this, i'm not they you know to be clear they got paid um the full amount you know they came all the way out here from boston it's great but we, i said guys i'm not going to make you play out here in the rain to, to just us you know private private show is nice and they were awesome and you guys missed it you bastards but i don't blame you because it was terrible it was rainy it was cold and it was you know it was tough to huddle under there it wasn't that cold, it wasn't that cold. all right it wasn't that cold I, i'm giving them more benefit of the doubt than they deserve very wet um and and the food trucks we had promised had slowly they bailed Throughout the throughout we the don't blame them. I, I don't twenty four hours at all bailed. I don't mean that the bailing was a was a sin or was, was wrong of them or something. The right it was the right choice. They got to make their money too, but they bailed and it was the last minute, and so we couldn't promise the food. And then you know the the the, the links on the chain began breaking apart. We brought the band back over here. We had some pizza. It was a nice time. Great great people. We're bringing them back again. We are in no way our enthusiasm and our passion and our determination and our will on this is dimmed. Not one iota, and even my passion for making you guys listen to this beautiful traditional Irish and American music band, um, we're not going to stop. We're never going to stop. There's more ideas <laughs> and there's more to come. Um, and, and really, I, I consider it a success in the sense that, like, we had to, like, you know, you're doing a new thing. You're, you're, you're breaking new ground. You're, you're, you're introducing 
this new portion to a tradition that already exists, right? No matter how much people want it and everything, that's a difficult threshold to go over. But we planted that flag. We set the idea. And so many people came up to us that day and before that day saying, you know what? I'm sorry. I can't make your after party this time. But I think it's awesome that you're doing it. And we need to have an after party. And it should be that way. So the concept is recognized as valid. We, we got a lot of positive feedback. In fact, pretty much exclusively positive feedback. Um, we're going to pray a little harder to the rain gods to cover us as well um, next year. But I don't know if that was great. And, and to, to, you know, for the just to, to make it clear, I feel like I've implied this, uh, but I haven't said it directly. Great job to the Children in the Arts uh, volunteers, the committee, the folks that run it, people like Tina Kreebel. Um, another off. You know, the weather wasn't great, but the, 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 the day, the festival was amazing. The parade... You know, there were some critical people of the parade. I don't know. Maybe maybe that's constructive criticism. That's not on the, the organizers. The, the different schools and groups that go through are responsible for their own parade entry. So something to think about. Step it up, kids. No, I mean, that, that's I was making fun of the people who were doing the criticism by saying that. You know, I'll tell the kids you guys didn't really like the parade. Um, but no, I mean, you know, it's a... It's a Maybe it's a fair point. I don't know. But I thought the parade was good. We delivered some good commentary on the parade. We can include the, that in the show notes as well. Um, but honestly, the vibe was good. People were happy. They were having a nice time. Putnam Park was even more vibrant this year than last year. Um, re really liked it. For a, for a Children in the Arts Day that was not this like beautiful, picture-perfect day that we often have, A+. plus. Very well executed. Many thanks. Much kudos to all the organizers, all the people, all the volunteers who put that on. We love it. Uh, please keep doing it. Um, although, you know, I'll, I'll give a little plug and just say, I, I think, as I understand it, you know, and, and as with anything of this nature and of this magnitude, there's always a need for fresh blood, for new volunteers, for new committee members. So please, I, I think that they would welcome you if you wanted to be on the committee, if you wanted to volunteer next year or whatever. Um, step up and do that. This is an important tradition for this town. It's, it's, um, I really think it's become part of our definition um, in terms of like what we do as a people. And, and I, I'm not being facetious when I say that. I'm being very earnest and, and straight up. I, I really believe that. I think it's very important. And so if you're looking for a way to contribute, you could consider becoming an alternate on the zoning board. Or, I, I, I promise you, Children in the Arts is more fun. I promise you. <laughs> Although you, you deliver quite stirring speeches on, on both. I topics. can inspire you. I can inspire you to be on the zoning board, but, but it's a lot easier to inspire you about Children in the Arts Day. <laughs> <laughs> so, keep that in mind. Um... I think also we, we we got a few minutes left today. Something we, we haven't done in many months oh. is help folks we find love. We haven't been helpful at all. We're trying to help the people of New Hampshire, the misconnections. Now, for those of you, you know, again, you might be a new watcher, and we haven't done this in, in many, many episodes. Have we even done misconnections from this no. lounge no. here? No. I, we, we definitely have it. No, I can tell. I can tell you that for a fact. So just you know, so for those of you who might be new to this, something that we do a recurring segment every now and again. Um, believe it or not, believe it or not, in this day and age, there are still people who are posting missed connections on Craigslist. Craigslist, yes, still a website. 
It's like AOL or something, you know, like uh, GeoCities, right? Um, yep, yeah, still a thing, still a thing that people use. But my fear, because fucking nobody uses Craigslist anymore, is that the people who list their misconnections on there goes into a black hole. No one ever sees it. No one ever talks about it. So anyone that we can find within driving distance of here, we're going to share on the show because we want these people, especially those who are romantic in a supermarket. That's a common theme. We want them to find their love. And we want to show to the world, you know what? It's okay to see someone and be attracted to them. It's okay to tell them that. It's okay to ask them on a date. You know, and that's that's really the lesson with a lot of these misconnections because so many of them are – you know, they talk about we smiled at each other, we exchanged these words, and you know what? I really felt something between us, and I just didn't say anything. People are afraid to say things these days. People are afraid. Don't be afraid. You guys watch Goodwill Hunting. You know, you know, it's worth missing the World Series over. You know, Robin Williams taught us that twenty some twenty five years ago. Robin Williams taught us that, and Ben Affleck and Matt Damon taught us that. Do not let the lessons of our New England Saints be in vain. Here, please. Um, see about the girl. See about the guy. Okay? Don't let that pass away. Don't be afraid because everybody's all uptight. Okay? Everybody wants love. Everybody wants people to be attracted to them. You know? And, and people who react weird about it, that's neurosis. That's not normal. That's not, you know, our, our modern, our modern uh, we, we've learned a lot and now we understand. Fuck no. Nobody's happy. Everybody's miserable. Everybody in this, this you know, Safety, comfort, you know, all that stuff. Misery is the result of that. So go find love. Go and express your love. Be gentle. Don't be a dick. Don't be crude. Don't say anything disgusting. You know, like don't, you know, don't, don't bother somebody. There is, you, you have to understand social graces here, you know. But let me tell you, no matter who tells you otherwise, telling someone in a polite way that, that you find them attractive or that you would like to see them again or something like that is not bad. It's a very nice thing to do, in fact, even if they're working behind a counter. You know, I've worked behind a counter. Let me tell you, we like it when people are attracted to us. We really do. And if you don't, that's a neurosis. That's not normal. That's you're all in therapy. There's therapy fucking everywhere, right? Why don't you figure that out with your therapist? Because that's not right. That's not real. And if the therapist says that it is, Fire that goddamn therapist. I know it's hard to get another one, but I don't know. Close your eyes and imagine Robin Williams. It's not your fault. All right. Let's help this Dollar Tree. Dollar Hooks Tree. It. Not Hooks it. A little outside driving distance. You can drive to Hooks it. I mean, you can, but you don't want to. But you, that's fine. But here's a good <laughs> but example. I, but this is, yeah. This is a prime example. You were in line with me. Silver Camry. I should have said something. You are awesome. Should have. You should have. And you know what? I'll go on a little bit more and just say, you know, for this for this person, listen, to this. We, we talk a lot about how most of the time it seems like men. It would just, maybe we're being gender role or whatever, but like we can just tell from the syntax and from the kind of, you know, it's a lot easier most of the time to imagine these being written by men um, about women. And you know what? You might be a beautiful person out there. Maybe maybe you're you've settled down, you found your partner, you found your love, and you're 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 hearing that and you're thinking some a little bit of scorn. You're getting a little bit judgy. I'm a judgy person, as you guys know. I understand that. I understand that impulse. You know, maybe you're thinking like, yes, this guy's a creep and, and if he takes Chris's advice, you know, 
all the people will be subjected to this person's creepiness, this creepery, right? No, no, because you know what? Maybe, maybe that, that woman in the silver Camry doesn't want to be with this guy, you know? Maybe so, okay? But taking that leap, making that step to express that thing is going to give this guy that you think is creepy and you think is awkward and you think is unworthy right now, right? A little bit of experience and just maybe that tiny bit more confidence, you know, and a little bit. And, and, and maybe a year from now, maybe with some work, somebody doesn't find that guy creepy anymore. Because how many of us are essentially creepy? You know what I mean? At, at our hearts and at our cores. I, I don't believe that that many people. And I think, that, I think that most people who come across as creepy are probably poorly socialized in some way. And that that can be corrected. Anything like that can be corrected. You can, you can wipe out the disease of introversion if you want. I did it. I was an introvert for 25 years. Um, you can change. People can change. It just takes work and practice and effort and experience. And so I, I, I just I don't believe that there's people who are damned to creepiness forever unless we damn them to creepiness forever by not allowing them to talk to anyone or to ever you know express their own feelings. That's bullshit. I am a snob and I am a dick, but like that's worse. That's worse. You know, you're 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 saying that there's people who are like fundamentally just because they might seem unattractive to you today or something, or they might be undesirable in some way that they are, they are damned to just just be a creep, a creep without love, a creep on Craigslist who can never find or talk to the person that they want. And I don't want that. And the only way to change that is if people aren't afraid all the time that someone is going to, like, you know, scream at them and, 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 and make cast aspersions that don't need to be there because they've said something nice. And, and that's why we do this. I, I pulled up another Dollar Tree one just to keep on, on theme here. Yeah. It's conquered, though. Do you want to read it? Sure, yeah. I'll, I'll take a turn here. So this is The Best is Yet to Come, which I like that title. I was behind you in line, and I offered you the tote bag I had picked out. It was the last of that style. You were very charming, wearing a mint green top and jean shorts. I know it's a long shot you'll often you'll even see this. True. And longer still that you'd be interested. Maybe not true. But I felt compelled to put this into words. Thank you for being so gracious and approachable. Have a blessed day. Now, this is a person who was too shy to say something, but does this person sound like a terrible person? This, this sounds like a really nice person. Like, look at the, the thoughtfulness in this. You know, yeah. the, This is just like a genuine misconnection where he's just like, you know, I, I'm saying this is a he because mint green top and jean shorts doesn't sound like an outfit that a woman would want a man to wear. Or, or be, I don't know, maybe I'm being rude. But, yeah, I'm going to assume this is a man also. Um, you know, he, he went home and, like, thought about this person. And it's just, like, one of those like, chance encounters. Like, there's nothing there's nothing wrong. Like, no one did anything wrong or bad or creepy or weird. And, like, it's just, like, this stuck with him and he wants to see that person again. And, like, I don't know. I hope he gets to. And you know what? I just... It's not the kind of thing I can prove with empirical data, but, you know, I mean, thank God. Not that I've stayed settled down this entire time, as some of you might know or guess, but I, I 
was removed from that dating pool before we were in the era of the apps, you know? And, you know, I mean, I'd say at least 50% of mornings I wake up thinking, God, I am so glad that I didn't have to date with apps. No, not really. I don't think about that at all. But, wow. no, 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 no. But, but I do, but, but when I think about it, I'm like, Jesus, it sounds like a, just an absolute, like, um, you know, Memorial Day, World War One, like trench battlefield out there. It sounds awful. Um, and, and I just want to suggest gently, no, strongly, that I think your chances of, of finding a decent time or happiness are greater, perhaps only slightly, but maybe a lot greater, in a supermarket or a bar than they are on the app. Nobody on the apps is happy. Um, and, again, I don't want to say anything that will be too offensive to people, but, like, a lot of the – look, if you want to find somebody to settle for and settle with, you have like a one in ten chance on the apps. <laughs> that's the best. That's the best you can get. That's the best you can get. I don't know. I, I I know I'm being a little bit a little bit cruel and a little bit harsh, but like I just there's a couple exceptions. Look, I've performed wedding ceremonies. I've officiated weddings of people who have met on the apps. It's not impossible to find true love. John and Mina are really in love, right? Most of the people that I've seen on the apps are, are they're just going through like their vague ennui, unhappiness kind of thing, you know? And I just, look, I don't think that meeting someone in the line of the supermarket is worse. I think I think real life is always better because there's so many pieces of, like, chemistry that you get from just being in a space with somebody that, that, you, uh, that are completely intangible and indescribable that you would never get from a photograph or, like, a written bio. Yeah. Know, even though it seems crazy that you could, like, get so much information just from standing in line with someone, I think that you can. I think that yeah. that's what we're built for. I think actually. you can get more from that from whatever bullshit profile photo and, like, stupid, clever bio that they put yeah. on their dating app in a gamified way, you know? And the victim of the game is you. Um, I picked another one because it's local. Because it's Wilton. Oh, Even cool. Wilton. Yeah. Dollar General. General. Nice. Dollar General wink emoji. Wilton. The cutie with the cheek piercings. Heart eye emoji. Sure hope you see this. Nice. Nice. Very, very direct and to the point. And, you know, a lot of people want to see Dollar Trees eradicated from our communities. Um, I know. We are, like, dollar dollar store theming here. um, But, well, I mean, I just want to say, like, I, I just have always found that a weird impulse because, like, I don't know. I... Just from a business perspective, I don't think that the Dollar Trees are threatening the local stores um, because someone who's shopping at a Dollar Tree wasn't probably going to go to the local store anyway. I mean, local stores cannot provide, like, cheap, crappy goods. Uh, Mm. it's, It's just, it's not scalable. It's not possible. They can provide crappy goods, but they'll be expensive, Um, you know. Sometimes you need that dollar. Yeah, well, I think that there is an economic strata that is is always going to require like that 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 dollar store is is a boon for and 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 will be for the foreseeable future. And you know, until that panacea comes when poor people don't need a place to buy cheap things at, right? 
uh, or even lower middle class people need a place to buy some cheap things at, right? Until that day comes, your vision of eliminating all Dollar Trees is simply going to impoverish more people. It's going to make it so that they can't have things that they might need or want or might contribute to their quality of life um, because it's an aesthetic that you don't really like. And that's not fair. Even in a rich town, I, 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 I do, you know, Peterborough's a rich town. It, it's, and it is, look, like I grew up, all of us understood that there were rich towns that you couldn't move to, you know, and poor towns you didn't want to move to. You know, I mean, that's a thing and it's going to be for the foreseeable future again. So I don't know why we have to like pretend like we're not a rich town, whatever. We are. It's fine. It's cool. But that doesn't mean that you need to like squash anything affordable or cheap or ugly. You can't. You shouldn't do that. That's just not how society be. And I will say, maybe this is like giving up my secret here, but during COVID when there was no toilet paper, I actually truly needed toilet paper. Um, I wasn't even hoarding it. And the only place I could find it was Dollar General in Peterborough. And they had plenty because no one had thought to look there. And same thing happened a couple, like this winter when there was like the children's pain medicine shortage. Do you remember that? Mm -hmm. um, Shaw's completely out, signs all over the place. There was a lot of it at Dollar General. Well, and I probably shouldn't let this slip because I don't want people under, you know, competing with us here. But, you know, I've, I've had a little bit of the delicious wine and, you know, in, in vino veritas am i right you know but uh they have incandescent light bulbs over there and guys you only got a couple more months to get your incandescent light bulbs maybe you don't understand this it's worth burning the electricity to get the good light fuck the bad light leds are bullshit you can put that put that uh, article in the show notes i will so we don't have to go into it i will right now i will put it in the show we can notes. talk about it we're pretty much in time get your incandescent light bulbs we have a stockpile and we're going to continue buying more until August, until we can't anymore. And I think that they can last us about 10 years. And until and after that, we're going to, like, smuggle them in from Colombia. Somebody's going to have incandescent light bulbs. We'll LEDs like, suck. We'll, like, plan our vacations based on who has incandescent light bulbs. We are going to lose our senses of color because everybody's going to have LED lights everywhere. That freaks me out. We all for the first decades of our lives, thought that fluorescent lights were as bad as it gets. And I still don't like fluorescent lights, but God Almighty, give me a good old-fashioned, like, buzzing, migraine-inducing fluorescent bulb over these bullshit, like, Lexapro-soaked LEDs. Throw away your Lexapro while you're at it. All right, before <laughs> I get called Tom Cruise or something like that, um, jumping on a couch and making millions of dollars in movies... I think we're at a good stopping point for this show. What do you say, folks? If I'm folks, sure, I'll stand for the folks. We can we can imagine their yes. response coming back to us. Indeed, lots of good advice to choose from here. All right. <laughs> well, we love you all. Enter the photo contest. Go to Brady's. Go to the goddamn wine bar. Go celebrate those newlyweds with truly a glass of life. A glass of life over there. God. Go over there. It's good. Um, and, you know, we'll be back again soon. We So, you know, we've um, we've got a trip planned in the middle of July, so we might disappear for a little bit then. But before then, I think we'll have some weekly episodes through the rest of June uh, up to the solstice. We're coming into the best time of the year, guys. 
Uh, so thank you for being with us. This has been another delightful episode of GoMo tonight. We're here in the Space Lounge. You can tell because I've got an extra button undone and there's a lava lamp. Okay. Join us here in spirit or in person. Um, come back again soon. Do what we tell you. And in the meantime, as always, if you if you need any beyond what we've given you here, or even if this is just enough, please, as you go forth, take good advice, and we will see you next time. We love you. Thank you. <laughs>